0: Hello there. Welcome into the Road to the Rise of Skywalker Star Wars podcast. I'm your host Thomas Manning, Noel Thomas Manning III, that is. I'm here with Mr. Austin Buzzard, once again, Buzz, commonly known as Buzz, by everybody around the world. And, you know, we've been along this podcast series, we've been on a bit of a hiatus, I guess, three weeks long. But hey, we're back at it again, and... Well, first week, we talked about the prequel trilogy. Second week, we talked about the anthology films, Rogue One and Solo, A Star Wars Story. Now, we are here backtracking a little bit to talk about the Clone Wars television series, which aired between, uh, what was it, 2008 to 2014, something like that? Something like that, I think. Yeah, yeah. And there was a film in there as well, a, like 90-minute theatrical film. I think that started it well, off, didn't it, it? It did, it did. Yeah. yeah, like it was a few months before the series actually started. And uh, so, that film... Uh, It was the first theatrical Star Wars film since Revenge of the Sith. So I think it was like four years after Revenge of the Sith. And uh, people were like, oh, Star Wars is finally coming back. And uh, I think, unfortunately, a lot of people were kind of disappointed with it. Um, Basically, the movie, there was no reason for it to be a movie except for to, you know, get some box office money out of it. And And to, like...
1: Say, hey, we have a show coming. Yeah. Go watch it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, It was uh, basically four episodes that were just condensed into this film, uh, a four-episode story arc, and they made, like, a 90-minute film out of it. And it was a pretty intriguing story. It's like you kind of got to see some of the crime underworld with Jabba the Hutt's son was kidnapped, his little baby slug son. (laughs) That thing was
1: gross. Yeah, he
0: was a little (laughs) bit. Uh, I mean people say the same thing about me when i was a kid but, but you know you know
1: but, <laughs> what is but, that oh yeah, no, that's my kid
0: yeah, yeah but the uh that movie did introduce us to ahsoka tano who was anakin skywalker's padawan who became a fan favorite over the years and she can cont- her legend has kind of continued to grow she popped up in the star wars rebels series um she also had some books and comics of her own and there's some rumors that she might pop up in a live action film so we'll see where that goes but uh, Buzz, what are some of your thoughts on
1: the Clone Wars film? I thought it was awesome. Like I remember like going to see it. <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was like I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's like a Star Wars cartoon. And then they're like, oh, there's a TV show. No way. So I was pretty pumped about that. Um, but I really liked how like how it looked. It just looked like super cool. It was a cartoon, yeah. But yeah, it looked, yeah. like just the way it looked was awesome.
0: Yeah, I really liked the animation style. It was uh, I guess the 3D animation. Uh, we hadn't really seen that with Star Wars. We'd seen some like 2D anime style almost, but um, seeing this, it was like a 3D video game type yeah. graphic. Uh, it was really intriguing to see that. We were able to see some really um, interesting details with the characters, some more facial expressions that we couldn't see with like the 2D style. So I was really glad we got to see that, and they were able to do a ton with the action sequences. That oh yeah really. Really blew me away, especially as, like, a 10-year-old watching that.
1: Because I think, isn't it in the movie where, like, they race up the mountain, like, Ahsoka and Anakin, like, raise up the, race up the mountain with the, I forget, is it Yeah, like yeah, A-T-S-T's, I think yeah, yeah.
0: there's a, uh, yeah, the early Walker thing. Yeah. Uh, Clone like, Wars version of the Imperial Walkers, basically. The,
1: like, that scene is just so cool because then I mean, they're just, like moving up, and then, like, they had the uh, droids on the speeders, and, like, they take them out and speed yeah, up. Yeah, that they're like, awesome.
0: they like, at a 180-degree angle just yeah. straight up the mountain. And uh, so, yeah, there were some really awesome action sequences. Um, you had the one in the uh, the city of Christophsis, like, the um, basically the Emerald City type thing, and uh, where Anakin was on those giant, like, spider droids. Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, just yeah. Cut, cutting them up. That was um, awesome. And we really got to see, that was one of the first times we hadn't really seen him like that in live action. Right. Uh, We had seen him mostly do either just ground battle or space battle. Uh, But in this, we got to see him actually becoming the acrobat Jedi legend that we'd been waiting for. So that was really interesting to see.
1: And then I think, um, you see Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, being the great negotiator (laughs) that he is. Oh,
0: of course, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, because he gets captured, and he's like, "Hey, let's just, you know, have a have a drink. Bring, yeah, you have any yeah. refreshments?" And uh, the separatist generals is like, "What is happening? What's here? wrong with this guy?" <laughs> but that's that's Obi Wan for you. But and, he, uh, he got the job done. He did. He got yeah. the job done. Yeah, just another layer to the legend of Kenobi. No doubt about it. That man. <laughs> yeah, but um, so yeah, the uh, Clone Wars film, some ups and downs. But as a, uh, I can't remember. I guess I was eight or nine years old watching it. It was exactly what I wanted. It was actually the first time I saw a Star Wars film in theaters. Uh, like,
1: that's probably the same for me. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh,
0: I think we're too young for the prequels and yeah. uh, like Revenge of the Sith. I was six years old. I don't think you want to take your six-year-old to see Anakin like get dismembered by his best friend and burned alive. Yeah, you know? probably that's, not
1: the best thing to go show your kid. Yeah, uh, like oh hey, that was awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh, yeah, once but when the Clone Wars came around, it was a Rated PG animated film. And it was just a great introduction to the theatrical Star Wars experience. And hey, paid the groundwork for an incredible television series that we're going to jump right into now. Uh, There were six seasons of this series that aired on the Cartoon Network. I think like 22 episodes in the first five seasons, then 13 in the final season. And so many different layers added to the Star Wars universe and the mythology of the force of... You know, the uh, politics of the war. Oh, yeah. Just so many different things added with, within the series. What
1: are some things that really stood out to you? Um, you actually got to see Yoda. Like, be Yoda. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, and then, like, watching... Like, it was really cool just to see, like, how they made everything kind of lead into Revenge of the Sith. Even though it wasn't, like, a movie or whatever. It was yeah, just kind of, yeah. like... It was cool just to see how it led. You could see anakin becoming darth vader and like little things that he's doing um and just like it was star wars yeah
0: yeah um i think one series or one like group of episodes that we really saw the anakin like the expansion of the anakin skywalker lore was when they went to the basically the force world of mortis i believe and you had like the father and the daughter and the son that were like almost like the Holy Trinity of the yeah. Force beings. yeah, And like the father was basically represented God. Then you had the daughter was, I guess, Jesus, I guess you could call her. <laughs> and, Something like that. And the son was basically the devil. And um, it was just really interesting to see all those kind of religious metaphors and uh, to see just how deep they dug into the force. Oh, yeah. And uh, just expanding the lore of it all. And that's where we saw Anakin really getting tested and he even turned to the dark side for a little bit. There. Yeah,
1: because I think isn't don't you hear Imperial March? Yeah, and like in that, yeah, yeah,
0: and um, he he sees a vision of his future, and he's like, I can't let this happen, so I've got to turn evil to prevent it from happening. And you're like, oh, <laughs> that that's not that's not how it works, dude. Doesn't make uh, any sense. Yeah, yeah, worry, <laughs> Yeah, well, he ended up having his mind wiped after that, but uh, well, it all happened anyway, yep. unfortunately. So. Sure did. Sorry, Anakin, you kind of went through all that for nothing, but uh, you know. Um, Yeah, just a lot of really interesting arcs like that in this series. Uh, Another one that stood out to me, I think it was like the final four episodes of the entire series was when Yoda went on his, like, Force pilgrimage. Yeah. And, like, went to the birthplace of the Force and met, I think they were called the Wills, the Guardians of the Wills, and um, learned all about the incredible balance of it all he Was in communication with Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's
1: like I think earlier in that season, it's like Qui Gon pops up as a ghost and is like, "I can show you something." Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I think it was Liam Neeson. They brought him back to voice Qui Gon. It's like, yeah, I couldn't have been anybody else. Um, but um, that was just the perfect, absolute perfect finale for the series. Oh yeah.
1: And uh, well, I mean, oh well, it's it's coming back. Not really a finale now, yeah, but.
0: Yeah, they, well, if you yeah, if you're not familiar, 6 years later, now they're bringing it back for a seventh and final season to Disney Plus, the streaming service. Yes, so yes. so yeah, we're, we're looking forward to that one for sure. But um back in 2014 when it looked like they were wrapping it up, this was so perfect what they did with Yoda and like Qui-Gon revealing the secrets of the Force to him and so many plot threads and connections to all of the films. Like, now we know why Yoda went to Dagobah Mm -hmm. to train and basically be a monk. Now we know how um, Obi-Wan was able to become one with the Force. And now, hey, even looking to The Last Jedi, now we know how Luke, what his kind of mindset was in um, kind of being a monk. So it was really interesting to see all those connections there.
1: Yeah, I really liked, um, because it just kind of shows how, like, Yoda became like so wise yeah yeah because he was going like fully committed to this yeah um and so it was just really cool to see him like go on that pilgrimage type of thing um and just learn everything he could learn yeah and that's that was really cool because when you see him in um like Revenge of the sith and then all the uh original trilogy he's just like the jedi type of thing you
0: know he is Even though he is still in the flesh, he's basically basically one with the force, um, as much as one in the flesh can be with the force. Mm. You know, yeah, we're good quote. Oh, we're really digging deep right here. Yeah, yeah. But um, one of the things I really like what they did with the series is they would basically split it up, split up individual storylines into like three to four episode story arcs. Right. Um, And uh, each season would kind of build up to a finale. There was just this kind of epic four-week-long finale of basically a TV movie. Right. Um, like in the first season, you had the the Ryloth liberation arc where you had um, basically these hostages in, on a, the separate— well, these hostages being held by the Separatists on Ryloth, and you had to have uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin and Mace Windu come in and rescue everybody, uh, if you remember that. Um,
1: I don't—I I was thinking of the one where they have to, like, work with Count Dooku. Uh, is that the same one?
0: Oh, uh, that's different that's earlier in the season but that is really interesting where we see Dooku and Anakin and Obi-Wan have to work together basically be frenemies yeah uh, we hadn't seen them like that before and I think there's even one moment where Obi-Wan saves uh, Count Dooku's life yeah and uh I think that was when we first were introduced to Hondo Onaka the pirate yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the pirate lord who he's a fan favorite now as well just another great character the Clone Wars gave us um yeah, so the first season, so many memorable moments like that. Uh, the second season, I think uh, something that stood out was uh, Boba, the Boba Fett arc. Do you remember that yeah, at the end of the yeah, season? Yeah, Because that was
1: cool because you got to see a bunch of the um,
0: the like older like bounty hunters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like Aris Singh and Boss. Yeah. Uh, Boss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where we saw Boba Fett really coming into his own, and he's like, well, you know, watched. Samuel L. Jackson kind of cut off my dad's head. Uh, we're, we're talking about Mace Window. Samuel L. Jackson didn't actually. Yeah, this is a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, nice yeah, he is. But um, so we see, and we see him really kind of going into this dark place. Like I want to take revenge on this Jedi that took everything from me. I thought Jedi were supposed to be uh, keepers of the peace, uh, not, not not warriors. <laughs> but uh, that you know, uh, it didn't look like that right there. <laughs> so um, that was probably my favorite. One of my favorite parts of uh, season two. Uh, looking to season three, the like the open the uh, season premiere of season three you had the clone cadets, which was a flashback to like basically the first season. All these this group of clones that we had known from remember, remember the rookies episode from yeah. season one, where it's this group of young clones that are on this I think it's called the Rishi Outpost Moon, and they get attacked by like General Grievous, right. and they have to fend for themselves. And uh, so Clone Cadets, the beginning of season three, was a flashback to that right, right. before that. So that was really um, fascinating to see that. And then ARC Troopers came right after Clone Cadets and it was back in the present timeline. Right. And this massive invasion <sighs> of um, the clone—the cloning facility on Kamino. And you see some of the characters come, some of the rookies come back that are still alive. And seeing how much they've matured and progressed. Uh that might be my favorite episode in the entire series, just because it it's only like yeah, it's only a twenty two minute long episode, but it feels so epic and grand. It almost feels like you're watching a movie just because it's just this huge battle.
1: Isn't that where you also meet um is it is it ninety nine? Yes. You're like the janitor? Yes. That, yeah. whew, that's
0: a talk that's, about a gut wrencher uh-huh. right there. Yeah. Uh his sacrifice was whew, man. Yeah, it, it got it that got to me. Yeah, it did. It did, um, but I really love the themes they explored right there where it's like, uh, we're, you know, some of them they feel like, hey, we're clones, we, we're meant to be expendable, we come from nothing. But then 99, who's this quote-unquote defective clone, yeah. he's like the realest and most human of them all. Yeah. So I really love what they did there. Yeah.
1: Um, Any other uh, season three things that come to mind for you? No, definitely, like because I remember like, even, like, in high school, we, like, we'd be talking about the Clone Wars because, yeah. like, we were watching it. Like, we were watching it on Netflix and stuff. Um, and people was, like, the Dark Troopers. Like, yeah, that, yeah. that whole, like, story was awesome.
0: Yeah. And um, what end of season three also had, I think, the Citadel where the um, – I think his name was Evan Peel. He was like almost little goblin type Jedi that was captured at that uh separatist prison. And we were first introduced to Grand Moff Tarkin as uh Admiral Tarkin. I remember and, I remember and, Admiral yeah, Tarkin, yeah. Yeah, and you had to have Anakin and Obi-Wan and Ahsoka were sent in to rescue this Jedi who had these uh really important hyperspace lane like uh hyperspace lane maps. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah okay. We get to see the interactions between Anakin and Tarkin, which of course we know how th- they became like best buds yeah. later on, I guess you could say. And, um,
1: like when you see T- like Tarkin, it's kind of like you can tell like he's just like super like malicious about oh, everything. Oh, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. You know, there's something about him that, uh, he would, he's just going to do whatever he thinks is best for him. Uh, he's always going to be on the winning side no matter what that side is. Yeah. So, um, seeing those early, um, you know, and seeing that early interplay between him and Anakin was really intriguing. Um, I guess moving on to season four, there's the arc on uh, Umbara, and that's where we have that general, um, general Krell. Do Dude, you remember? he's one of my yes. favorites. Yeah.
1: Just he looks so cool. Yeah, he's got was it? He's got four arms, and then he's like got four arms, eight and, lightsabers. Well, it's like,
0: two staffs. It's two lightsaber staffs. So okay. basically four four blades. Yeah. And um you know, right off the bat you know he's kind of corrupt, but you don't know the motivations behind it all. You don't right. know what he's is he does he think he's just doing this because the clones are expendable? Is he sacrificing his troops for that uh for the greater good or is there some some more evil intent behind it? And just seeing once again a really in-depth look into the hearts of the clones and seeing um how they react to things and how they react to r- very human situations, even though they were basically just made in a lab. Yeah, uh, that was really interesting. Um, he, some some of the action in it was like a four episode storyline. Um, when whenever we saw General Krill just unleashed on the
1: clones, was, good gracious! Like, I felt bad, but it was also awesome it was, to see it cause was he was so amazing. yeah. Like, just the way he was moving, he was so big. Like, yeah, yeah. That was, oh, so cool.
0: Yeah, I think he was, like, the same species as uh, Dexter Jetster, the uh, the diner guy. Uh-huh. And, uh, but he's not quite as kind-hearted yeah, as Dexter. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, so um, that was, that was really just blew my mind watching that. And um, I loved the world they created on Umbara. It was just very, it was very dark. But um, it kind of almost felt like a horror movie at some points. Yeah, uh, the way the lighting was, and um, there were some really like frightening. There was like a nighttime attack. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Where there were like landmines and stuff. Yeah, and it's like they just went so dark in this Cartoon Network show. Yeah, and it's like you know it's rated PG, but wow, that that was they went for really, it. Really, yeah, really deep stuff there. Um, so yeah, the um, the um, Umbara. Arc, it's probably my favorite of uh season four. Do you have any other episodes
1: you remember from that season? No, I, I don't really remember too much yeah, from yeah, each, yeah. like yeah. season, I just remember like big, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was about to say, like season five, I was like, I don't know, remember when it was, but yeah, the dude with four lights, yeah, like yeah, that guy, yeah, he yeah. that's probably one of my favorites just because like you'd never seen anything like yeah, him before, yeah, definitely. Uh,
0: and I think it was at the end of season four where Darth Maul finally came back. Uh, yeah, where you know his brother Savage Opress had been uh, kind of out searching for him because he'd heard rumors that his brother, even though he'd been cut in half and sent down this reactor core, that somehow or another he was still alive. Yeah. Uh you know I don't know if George Lucas had that in mind at first, <laughs> but hey, you just kind of go with the flow sometimes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like the whole like Night Sister, like yeah, it's like the whole like underlying story yeah. of all yeah. that is crazy. Yeah,
0: talk about a horror movie that that's some of that stuff was Freaky. creepy. Whew. Yeah, and um, when you have Maul with his massive spider legs. Yeah, that was weird. Like, oh my god! He just went completely nuts. He's been living on this junk world for like, how many years was it? 13 years or 10 years or something. Something To where
1: you don't want to be doing that anymore. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: And his brother rescues him, so they just go on this absolute revenge rampage. And that, that whole story arc kind of.
1: Hence episode three's title. Revenge of the Sith? Ah, Yes. Oh, got uh, him. Yeah, yeah, good one. That's a
0: very good one. Yeah. Thank you. I think that was referring to a different Sith, though. But but anyway. That definitely was. Yeah. But um, that whole whole Darth Maul and Obi-Wan Kenobi thing stretched through the end of the next season as well, Um, like through the end of uh, season five. uh, You had Maul and his brother uh, create this criminal empire on Mandalore. Mm -hmm. And... uh, of course, Kenobi has some connections to Mandalore. Duchess Satine hmm. was basically his ex-girlfriend. uh Well, from childhood days, I guess. Once it became a Jedi, I can't have a girlfriend. I don't,
1: he's, he seemed pretty cheeky with her, uh, even little, though he's a Jedi.
0: A little bit, yeah, yeah. So... uh I don't know, Kenobi. You might have some explaining to do to the, the Jedi Council, but uh, well, well, she's 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 not around anymore. So, yeah. I'm M- so- maybe <laughs> that's Ray's parents. Hey, that, that yeah. is we don't <laughs> it, know. it happened. Yep, We yep. Don't know. Uh, we're we're calling it right here. You heard it right here on the road to the rise of Skywalker. Duchess team, no one, Kenobi, are Ray's parents. Yep. Yeah, we have sources. We don't have sources,
1: <laughs> but that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, actually a leak. Uh, we got it on WikiLeaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah, Wookie. Yeah. is that a thing? Wookie, Wookie? Yeah, yeah, Wikipedia. Wookie- yeah. Bingo. It's,
0: it's on WikiLeaks. Yeah, yeah, we have it there. Uh, it, we don't, we don't. Yeah, but. Yeah. But if we're right, then give us credit.
1: <laughs> you, heard, you just know you heard it here first. That's yeah, all that matters.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, kind of getting back to the task at hand, um, seeing Maul and Kenobi f- face off for like the final time, and um, basically uh, Maul takes everything. Well, he takes the one person he has truly loved from Kenobi. He kills Satine right in front of yep. him, and that is probably the most broken we've ever seen Kenobi. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean we saw it when of course his master Qui-Gon was killed right in front of him. But when this happened it was like um, the fact that animation can make you feel that emotional that. That was crazy. Yeah. It really did. Um, And then it looks like that uh, Maul is finally going to get away. Then lo and behold you remember who shows up? I do not.
1: Was it Jar Jar? No. No. (laughs)
0: Dang, I wish I wish it was Darth Jar Jar. No, it was his, his his old master, Darth Sidious. That was the his first like in the flesh appearance from Darth Sidious right. in the show. Uh, I mean, we've seen him as Palpatine, but as actual Darth Sidious, yeah, he shows up with two red lightsabers. Yeah, and he went nuts. absolute berserk. He takes down Savage Press, and Darth Maul, and I think he kills Savage. Yeah, and then uh, takes Maul captive, but. This is something that we've been waiting to see through like the five years of the show just to see Palpatine unleashed like that. chief Sheev. Big chief. chief. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there's just so, something so sinister and chilling about everything he, oh, yeah. he is. And we knew he's, he's kind of this grandfatherly figure like as Palpatine, but we know at his core, he's just so vile. And yeah. this is where we really saw that. And this is why... This is where he's displayed that he truly was the greatest Sith Lord of all time. He just and, whooped
1: up yeah. on like two pretty tanky people. Yeah, like.
0: yeah. So takes down, um, takes down Darth Maul, takes him captive, and that kind of you know season seven that we're gonna have. I think season seven is gonna wrap up what happened to Darth Maul there mm-hmm. uh, because we know he took him captive, but we don't really know what happened after that. So season seven is gonna show think the end of the Mandalore thing. It was it I mean it basically wrapped up, but there were still some threads there that they could expand on if they want to. And I think that's what they're gonna do in season seven. Yeah. So um I'm really interested to see that and seeing Ahsoka Tanu finally pop back up because yeah, she got exiled. Yeah she did get exiled then in season five because she was framed for this bombing at the Jedi Temple and um her one of her best Jedi friends, Baris Ofi was the one who had framed her for it, and um, because Barris saw some of the hubris in the Jedi Order and saw the hypocrisy, and that talk about a villain that really lays out their motivations and makes a pretty compelling point. I mean, yeah, she yeah she she shouldn't have bombed the Jedi temple yeah, like that, <laughs> but but you can we're see, not condoning that. No, by any we're, means. we're not. But you can see where she was coming from, right. and how why she felt the way she did. So um that was really incredible writing right there, uh what they were able to do. Um now who is her master again? Was uh Luminara. Luminara unduly I think. It. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um who uh yeah, she ended up dying in order sixty six, unfortunately. Yeah execute order sixty six. All right. Pew pew
1: yeah. pew 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 pew, <laughs> pew 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 pew. Yeah,
0: yeah. But um um but so Ahsoka you know she was exiled into season 5 and uh we really didn't know what happened to her we know she popped up in Star Wars Rebels yeah um and so she was probably fighting with the Rebellion but uh in season 7 we're gonna show her pop back up and um uh, I think she's gonna face off against Darth Maul so that will be intriguing
1: yeah I haven't seen
0: Star Wars Rebels have you, you have not oh no. I've seen it oh I yeah not. yeah okay I highly recommend it uh
1: if you get around to watching it, we all do a podcast on that. I do but, own the uh Ezra's lightsaber. Ah, oh, okay. Um, because I needed a lightsaber and that was the only good guy lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. So I got that yeah. one.
0: Is it the one with like the blaster
1: handle thing? No. Ah, okay. okay, it's not Ezra. It's Kanan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kan- Jerris. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah.
0: Caleb Doom was his name, but it changed to Kanan Jarrus because. Oh, that sounds cooler. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But um but um yeah, so Ahsoka just really incredible character that was a really devastating into her character as she was exiled but then we get to see her come back in Star Wars Rebels we're gonna see her come back in the Clone Wars because these timelines are kind of all over the place yeah. uh, you know there was the whole transition from Lucasfilm to Disney and Disney kind of expanding on some of the content and storylines that Lucasfilm had developed which I really think is great but if you're not a diehard Star Wars fan it's really hard to keep up with yeah but, yeah, yeah. Uh, thankfully I think we both are. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, we're 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 looking forward to it all. But um, there's
1: also some rumors. If you play Star Wars Battlefront two, that she might be Ahsoka, and Ventress might be, um, <clears throat> really DLC play- Playable or, characters? Or, yeah, playable characters okay. around when season seven releases. Okay, uh, okay. To okay. kind of hype that up. Alrighty. N- not. I don't think it's confirmed, but it's just kind of kind of been a, a so thing maybe
0: some wookie leaks out there yeah yeah, yeah yeah so yeah okay you you got my attention right there thank you we'll thank see you. what we'll see what happens um but yeah then we yeah so that was season 5 and then season 6 we kind of already talked about the whole Yoda thing as he went on his force journey of self discovery and he's one with the force the force is with him that's right <laughs> yes. that's right what was the guy, uh Chirrut? cheer up or yeah, something. something like that the guy from rogue one one uh, with the force force with me he was awesome. The, the blind blind monk who coolest character in rogue one absolutely I well uh, k2so is pretty awesome okay well, but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> but uh yeah so i think that about wraps up our star wars discussion for today we're talking about the clone wars we were all over the place and if you are not familiar with star wars you probably have absolutely no idea what we're talking about but if you've kept up with the Clone Wars television series, hopefully you were able to uh, follow along for the most part. And uh, we really appreciate you tuning in. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Buzz?
1: Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah. I don't know if it's still on Netflix yeah, or not. It's not on Netflix. Not... They took it off. But, Dang. Well, uh, but get, Disney gonna, Plus.
0: get Disney+. Get Disney+. It's dropping in like three weeks, I think, November 12th. And they're going to have everything
1: imaginable that's ever been owned by Disney on there. Yeah, so. like, the, the, the stuff they have for Star Wars and then... All like the early, like Marvel stuff that they're going to have on there. Yeah. Crazy. It's going to blow your mind. Crazy. We're not sponsored by Disney Plus. Oh, we're not. No. no, no, no. No, Um, If they want to. Yeah. We're we're open to it. (laughs) I mean, we won't say no. I don't think we're allowed to do that, though, at this radio station. Well, then, never mind. (laughs) False alarm. Don't try to sponsor us. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, uh, but hey, if you're listening, then uh, you know we're well, we're always looking for job opportunities. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Just, Disney, Disney Plus, if you need an internship. I think me and Buzz would be open for it. Yeah, we'd be so. more, we'd say yes to that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back next week or within the next week or so. With uh, I think we're going to talk about the original trilogy of oh, Star yeah. Wars films as we head. Closer and closer to The Rise of Skywalker, we are less than two months away from the conclusion to the Skywalker saga. That's right. It is going to be the most insane cinematic event that I've ever been a part of. Whoa. Well, okay. Whoa. We had Endgame earlier this year. Endgame was probably, I don't think, I didn't think anything was ever going to be able to top that. But after seeing the most recent trailer for The Rise of Skywalker, which you have stayed away from.
1: I have. You have. I have not seen it. Yeah. The only th- I've seen the first teaser that they released, yeah, and then I know I accidentally saw on Twitter that Ray has a red lightsaber, yeah, and C-3PO has red eyes, yeah, yeah. That's all I know. Okay, um, so I'm I'm amped, yeah, like, I'm so yeah. pumped, yeah. even though I haven't seen anything, yeah, like, I'm so yeah. excited, yeah.
0: But from some of the same things that I have seen, I think this could be an in-game level event. Some of oh the ti- some of the ticket sales are on par with uh, already. Yeah, on par oh with the in-game in- pre-sales. It's it's going to be incredible. You already yeah, had the ticket, don't you? I do have a ticket. Man. Yeah, yeah. Flex I, on I bought them. it uh, within the first thirty minutes of them going on sale. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, living in a small town has its perks. You don't <laughs> have to wait in line for tickets. So yeah, so we're we're, we're, we're getting pumped. We're getting ready. Uh, but so so thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. We will see you guys next time on the Road to the Rise of Skywalker. Signing off, this is Thomas Manning with...
1: Austin Buzzard. You just call me Buzz. Buzz, yep. The man, the myth, the legend. That's
0: right. Well, may the Force be with you, and hello there.